A finals loom on the horizon for the A-League, and it is oh so tight at the top of the table. I think seven games left. 11 points separate second from 11th. Overseas, been a big week in the Champions League, and there's been a big re-signing here as well when it comes to the manager of an A-League club. So plenty on the menu for us to have a chat to this man about. I love it each and every week. Andy Harper, 10 football expert, is with us. Morning, Andy. Hi, Sam. How are you, mate? Uh, very well, and uh, great to have you on again. The A-League. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's a pleasure. How do you see it? I mean, Melbourne City playing some beautiful stuff, but even they were stunned by Adelaide this time last week. It could seemingly conduct a bit of a raffle here, and I suppose that's the that's the beauty of competition at the top. And an equalised competition at that. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's a really bizarre set of circumstances where you have... Yeah, Melbourne City, who even like they caught four in the jaw last week, but still, at the start of that match, had had the better of the chances, really good chances, um, and and could have skipped clear themselves. But Adelaide have sort of thrown down a marker, haven't they? On the back of that, the confidence you get from a win like that uh, is huge. But the results can go anyway, and I think the inconsistency is what's keeping hope alive for some of the fans of the clubs down the bottom because. It's more than just mathematical for them. I always sort of get nervous for teams that when you get into the discussion about, you know, mathematically this, mathematically that, you really start mm. to clutch at straws. But because because across the board, the form has been so inconsistent, not the form, but the results have been so inconsistent, the mathematics actually does count now. So as soon as, as long as you're still alive, I think you can you can expect teams in front of you, around you, to get the wobbles. And if any one of those bottom teams can just nail on some consistent form, they can overrun the pack and get into finals contention. And I'm including Melbourne victory in that. Oh, you can't be, Andy, surely. This has been a shocking season for Tony Popovich's club. For a number of reasons, it has. Uh, it really has. But but you look at, uh, uh, as well as they've been playing, um, haven't get it, been getting the results. This mm. is most unusual for a team coming last, and at this point of a season, a team that's last, they'd normally, for all intents and purposes, waving the white towel. Victory have been playing very competitively in, in a number of situations, outplaying their opponents, uh, including, I think, you know, the the draw against Adelaide a couple of weeks ago where it took that worldie from the 17-year-old mm. Kunda to deny them points. So my point, my point is, so long as they can keep believing, they get two or three wins on the bounce, which... Let's face it, the start of the season, you've got to win X number of games to make the finals. Um, and that equation remains the same. Uh, they're yet to string those matches together. There's still time for them to do that. And to my previous point, if they can do that, string two or three together, um, reasonably expect other teams around them to start falling. And victory might find themselves on the cusp of the six and then... All bets can be off. Yeah, well, I hope you're right. I mean, from their point of view, I think we had a similar conversation off the back of that uh, derby, that big derby win. You know, shocked City 3-2. We thought, oh, hang on, this might be the trigger. But they just mm. haven't quite been able to go on with it since then. So, um, yeah. yeah. Look, and just to finish off on the victory thing, I, I'm not completely apologising for them mm. because a couple of big players haven't aimed up uh, consistently. Uh, and they just haven't scored the goals when there have been goals there to score. So, you know, it's not all bad luck for victory. Yes, they've, they've acquitted themselves well. They've been still been very solid. They've had moments where they should have won matches, but big players, Socceroos, Chris Economides, to name one, has just not been in the best form of his career, and that's really starting to hurt. Hey, Johnny Aloisi was the re-signing I, I mentioned off the top, a two-year contract extension, of course, as the coach of uh, the reigning champs, Western United. Um, how do you see this reappointment? And... Um, what are we to read into it, Andy? It did take a while to, to come to fruition, did it not? 
Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on at Western United. Uh, I think anyone who, who can offer um, an explanation as to where that club's at and what it's doing uh, outside the white lines of the football field, um, you know, I'd love to hear about it. But uh, I think it's a, a great move. I've got a huge opinion of John Aloisi as a coach. Um, uh, he'd be on my shopping list were I in, a, in, in the club business and looking to secure a, a steady hand, uh, a dynamic personality in the dressing room, great experience. Uh, and now with a win to his CV after last year. So I think congratulations, West United, whatever it's taken to get them to this point. Um, I think they've got a good man and to tie him down and build around him uh, on the back of the re-signing of Noah Bodich as well, I think is instructive as well. Now, if we can just get the off-field stuff with Western United sorted so that people can get a fix on actually what they are, mm. um, that would be a huge win for club and league. So what catches your eye this weekend? Obviously, Perth Glory get us started tonight against uh, Western Sydney Wanderers yeah. over there in Perth. Uh, Victory have yeah. got Western United, those two clubs we've spoken about. City have got the roar at home. But what, what's what's piquing your interest? Well, I mean, there's not one game that, that uh, doesn't interest me, actually. But the Newcastle-Adelaide game, mm. Newcastle at home, have historically been very disappointing. And again, this season... Um, and there's all talk around, you know, Arthur Pappas, what a great coach, this, that and the other. And I'm not raining on his parade at all. Um, but you've got to start winning your home games to give your fans something to cheer about. So uh, against Adelaide, no less. So I'm looking forward to that one because it, at the moment, you'd have to think that in the top two sternest tests of the league, I'll put the Wanderers in that other, uh, in the other position for that, um, just behind, and Melbourne City just behind them. Adelaide Wanderers are the two toughest games at the moment, as far as I can see. And Newcastle have got one at home. So let's see if they can bag three points, um, um, put some substance behind the hype that tends to be generated around this team. I'm I'm yet to really see why, but um, there's their chance at home to entertain their fans, get three points and take take some bark off Adelaide and then get themselves into the finals picture again. Can I talk Champions League with you? Because I just love that club competition, uh, Andy, and it was magnificent this week and last. And boy, oh boy, did they need a result at Chelsea and they got it at Stamford Bridge, 2-0 over Borussia Dortmund. And I might add, not without a heavy dose of controversy when it comes to uh, retaking penalties either. Well, Chelsea, I don't know if you if, if you say Chelsea could use a break <laughs> because, you know, how do you cry crocodile? years over billionaire run operations like that but they haven't had a good time of it Eddie Howe since taking over it's it's been a really difficult ownership transition coaching transition um, Mm. form in the league and the Champions League's been exposed as well but it was a it was a great win for them uh, against Dortmund the German clubs are are typically really difficult to beat Dortmund of course in that in that discussion so a huge fillet for Eddie Howe um, and, and for Chelsea whether or not they can build on this and go on remains to be seen that they still seem to me to be in that flash in the pan category um, and until whatever's going on at the club settles down and they can get back to some normal sort of service um, but for the here and now, it's a, it's a great win to keep them well and truly alive in the biggest club competition on the planet. Yeah, and was, the headline act was that Bayern Munich-Paris uh, Saint-Germain clash yesterday. That's, yeah. uh, that's a blockbuster one. And the Germans made it look easy over the two legs, Andy. Well, I mean, massive question marks about PSG. You know, they tip usually, or they're not having it their own way in the French league at the moment. But, mm. you know, they normally just rule the roost. Uh, and they've got the three biggest names in world football, I think it's fair to say. You know, Messi, Neymar... Uh, and Mbappe, they're three bigger names in world football, all on the one team, and and you know still not the sum of their parts. Often it's not, often it's the case in football. You know you can 
um, have all these great individuals, but blending them into a team that's going to actually win the big competitions is another thing altogether. And I think that's what we find PSG at the moment. Meanwhile, Bayern Munich um, are, are just a machine. They keep rolling on uh, over the last decade, utterly dominant in Germany. Um, and just, to, mm. you know, it's a vindication for community-owned clubs. Let me put it that way. Yep, yep. And uh, Spurs, the uh, Spurs knocked out. Obviously, AC Milan. They could only get a nil-nil draw in that in that second leg as well. So they are out of the Champions League. Uh, a league's going down to the wire, and you just get the feeling that anything could happen with it, um, given how tight it is and the unpredictable nature of it, which is great. So I think our chats are going to be well. We're going to have plenty of fodder, plenty to talk about as the weeks roll on. Great to chat again. Well, Sam, I think you stole my thunder. I thought if we if we manage to reconvene this time next week, the theme's <laughs> going to be the same. Yeah. Clubs are still in it. <laughs> Um, although the Western the Western victory game uh, this week that that might knock one out. Um, victory don't win this, then I'm going to be finding it hard to hold on to their hope on their behalf. But uh, I think they might actually get the biscuits against Western. Great to talk to you, mate. Uh, appreciate it as always. Thanks for having me.